Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary. Look for moments of grace and peace and redefine what we're talking about. We talk about faith. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Leslie. We've already been having fun this morning. We have. <laughs> we always have fun on this podcast. <laughs> so we have been talking, not on the podcast, but uh, around about imagination because mm-hmm. we're going through this uh what matters most we teased it on the first podcast of the season yes um and so today we're going to talk about imagination one of my favorite topics it's such a great word i'm it so is. into it i think it and what a great place to start yes a whole year of conversations yeah well you know when you think about what matters most in life and then think about all the values that go into that. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible that some people would, you know, put love right at the top of the list or compassion. There are a lot of things that could go to the top of the list, but we put imagination there because yeah. in some ways I think it's imagination that makes them possible. Mm-hmm. And just a little tiny story from my childhood, you know, if I was ever out of sorts, which I apparently was from time to time. <laughs> happens to us all. It's fine. <laughs> um, I so appreciated my parents' ability to use their imaginations to kind of get me back on the right track, you mm. know? So I would, they, they'd come up with some little funny project or whatever that would help me to see things, you know, from a different perspective. Yeah. And over the years as a parent and, and watching other people over the years, you know, trying to uh, also help others make adjustments in life to feel better so we can, you know, be better. Yeah. Imagination is indispensable. I have to say, I feel like imagination is a word that is often associated with childhood. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, mm-hmm. it sometimes feels like it has been left mm. in childhood. That's a great observation. C- can we get it back? I, I hope we can. Yeah? Yeah. You know, uh, I th- first of all, I think that's really worth thinking about because it's kind of been restricted, age restricted, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because we need imagination through the whole span of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that it's very interesting why we've done that. Mm. You know, why we have tended to um, make that association with the power of imagination with primarily with children and youth, especially now that we've started talking about the third half of life, yeah. right? I love that. That's, That's great. A great phrase. Yeah. But the third half of life is, is rich and meaningful for people. I think partly depending on how active their imaginations are, mm. because if you arrive at that point in your life and you feel like, gosh, I really can't think of what I'm going to do now, or I'm sort of feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. And some people can stay in that stuck feeling for a long time. Yeah. It's imagination that can help you get out of it. Yeah. So. And I feel like there's so <clears throat> much value put on being adults with creativity. Mm-hmm. Creativity is, or my least favorite thing in the world, people call them, oh, I'm, I am a creative. Oh, yes. I, oh, I yeah, I know it's a. <laughs> that's actually, I don't think that's correct grammar, is it? I don't think it's. I don't. It's not something we want to personally. Not my thing. Right. Promote. <laughs> Promote. But this idea that creativity is very much valued, but imagination maybe is left. Mm. You know, left mm-hmm. in childhood. Um, you gave a reflection recently 
with this idea of what if. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think, uh, so I, I think the one sentence that I used is, what if, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so much of the ministry of Jesus in particular was generated by that simple two-word question, what if. And although he didn't use phrases like this, I think you could say that he was a person who was asking, so what if we were kind to the people who treat us unkindly? Mm-hmm. What if we loved our enemies instead of hating them, which he pretty much says explicitly, mm-hmm. right? And what if we took this little tiny seed and imagined how it could become a metaphor for you know the potential in a human person? I think he was always doing that, mm-hmm. never explicitly using the language, but it's always there. And I think you had a connection with that. What a phrase that I thought was really fantastic. I did. So what it brought up for me, because in our house, um, my toddler loves Elmo, like every good toddler should. Who can't? Who can't? Um, So we've been watching a little Sesame Street and their thing over the past maybe a couple seasons is, I wonder what if, let's try. Oh. So the idea is when you get a pro- when you when you encounter a problem mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do, don't give up. I'm quoting here. Yep. Don't give up and you say I wonder what if. Let's try. And so there's there's blanks to fill in there. So if you have a problem, you say I wonder and then you think of something. And then what if? And then you end with let's try. And it's truly excellent. It's brilliant. It's brilliant and it's so simple. Yes, accessible accessible and they even do like a, like i wonder what if let's try for our audio <laughs> listeners i'm doing there's hand gestures with a pointed finger to your to your your thinking it's very sweet well you know i think one place i've seen this over the years is often when people who are cook you know when people are cooking mm. and something is missing like a yeah. really important ingredient and they, yeah. i think they sort of go through that in the, at least mentally like i wonder you know, what yeah. if and then let's try yeah it's it's a great problem solving thing, which led me thinking when I was, you know, contemplating our recording this morning, you know, I was thinking about, um, various, various things happening in today's society and how I think in some way, a lot of us are reclaiming some creativity from our childhood, some ideas and things. And so I have a, I wonder, and so for our audience, I say, I think, I wonder what you were passionate about when Mm. you were younger. Mm. as a child or as a teenager. And what if you revisit that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's try. <laughs> See where it goes. <laughs> See where it goes. Because I was just thinking about all, you know, so many things I think we imagine about or we play with or we're creative with when we're children. And then we kind of, you know, that's that phrase. And when I was a child, I did childlike things and I left yes. them behind. Yes. And I think, well, yeah. what if you try them again yeah and maybe there's a behind. new way to experience you know with your all of your experience and wisdom you've gained um as a personal reflection i was very much into like like beating as a kid and like oh. making like friendship bracelets and doing those sorts of fun things um and i always found myself deeply dismayed that they all looked like a kid made them <laughs> i found that deeply upsetting <laughs> even when i was like six I was like, it just looks Ugh, you still look professional yet. Look, I know. <laughs> so deeply upsetting. <laughs> so then I, uh, a couple years ago, in a pure COVID hobby, picked up silversmithing, which has the benefit, added benefit of getting to play with fire, mm. which is great. Fun. So fun. Just like soldering and all sorts <laughs> of fun stuff. And it's, and I realized after doing this for a few months, I was like, oh, this is, this is what I used to have fun doing as mm. a child. It's just like the, 
adult version that I can play with fire now. Right. But like it's this it's that same part of me that wants to create something mm-hmm. wearable, that wants to create, you know, and now it can actually be out of metals and there's much more danger, but that's, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we ramp things up as we get older, exactly, right? Make yeah. them a little more interesting, a little, more interesting. Put a little edge. But that sort of imagination I had as a kid and then being able to, as an adult, like kind of bring those things to fruition has been so fun. You know, I just, I, I love the way that, first of all, you bring that idea from Sesame Street, you know, you know and, and the way that it's played, playing out or it has played out in your life. And I was at a, it, it, it's making me think of a time when I was at a clergy conference this past summer and so many clergy are feeling tired and fatigued partly because of the, you know, working through the pandemic and sure. having to change and adjust so many things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also there's just been such a massive drop off in attendance and participation mm-hmm. in um, mainline churches over the last 20 to 30 years. So there wasn't, you know, at this conference, it went, let's just say the mood was not buoyant, you know, <laughs> and yet uh, I was thinking the other day, just along the lines of your question, what were the things that excited me about ministry mm-hmm. when I was in seminary? Mm-hmm. You know, or why did I start it in the first place? And I think what you're, the, both the invitation and the challenge in your comment is don't let that go. Go back, yeah. sift through it and find it. It's not necessarily that that thing may be as exciting as before, but it does remind us that there was energy there. Mm. And you're also pointing out, you know, in a beautiful way that that energy is is always there. You've discovered it for yourself, mm-hmm. right? So it, it needs to be awakened. I've, I'm a firm believer in the fact that this imaginative energy never goes away. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're absolutely right that it's we only do damage to ourselves and, and, and as a society by restricting it by age, so, yeah. right? So it never goes away. It's there. And thank God for the times in life when it's reawakened. Mm-hmm. So it'd be wonderful if people hearing this podcast might just say, hmm, I wonder what if, and let's try. I think that that's a a beautiful way to enter into this magical world. Yeah. I also really appreciate the message in that of the don't give up part. Because I have Mm -hmm. observed through my own interactions with young people that there is such an expectation of success Mm. immediately that the the tenacity is Mm -hmm. maybe not there, that that fostering Mm. of of try, try, try again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, for one, am very susceptible to that mm-hmm. of like the realization that if I'm going to become good at something, I have to be bad at it first mm. is tough. <laughs> That's a Get tough Get comfortable co- with failure. Yeah. Get comfortable I'm, with being uncomfortable. You should have seen me try to learn to drive a stick shift. <laughs> oh, man. I really thought I was going to be good at it immediately. <laughs> And the, turns out it's a skill. <laughs> turns out that it's like you have to learn and so to be bad at it first was, oh, that was a learning experience in many ways. Yep. In many, many ways. Well, and I think, you know, the, the good news here, maybe not. Well, we have to be careful about the stick shift learning experience. Yeah. But, you know, so often it's actually in the failure that you discover the thing that is really precious sure. and the source of joy. That's the, And that's the great thing about the imagination. It's this permission to fail. Mm-hmm. It's almost an expectation. Mm-hmm. And then you keep, um, you know, you continue to just sort of gently work away at it. Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah. I like that in silversmithing, if I mess something up, I can just melt it into a ball. That's, you know, that's a nice way to start it again. It's great. It's just like, oh, now I have a little ball of silver. Reset. <laughs> Reset. I'll use this for something else. <laughs> and I like because there's no waste. No waste. That's true. Isn't that great? That's nice. Yeah. I like that about that. Wow. The power of imagination. The power of imagination. So thinking about, you know, all the, and I like the, the scalability of I wonder what if let's try. Mm-hmm. It could be the smallest problem, mm-hmm. I think, or the biggest problem mm-hmm. could be used with that rather simple framework. You know, I think uh, it's very common. I've certainly have run across this in, in churches, um, but it happens in many organizations that when we're facing a really big challenge, mm-hmm. the temptation is often first to look at what others are doing. Sure. Right. And so you trying to get some benchmarks and is there a creative idea there? But what you're suggesting is ask, ask first, what's the challenge here that we're trying to solve, Mm -hmm. right? What's the problem we're working with? And let's just spend some time using those questions first, instead of looking too quickly outside ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think the particular genius of so many of those stories that were told by Jesus uh, is that they are constantly geared towards awakening the imagination or the love or the power in the people he's working with. Mm. So he doesn't use examples uh, because the examples at hand would not have been good ones. Okay. Right. You've got a, you've got a, an occupying army from Rome Right. And so that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. So instead, he asks them to think about how they can be loving, how they can be powerful in the sphere of their own lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in a subtle way, I think he's doing exactly what you were suggesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you one and all for joining mm. us today. Great topic. We hope you imagine with us a better world. As we as we're saying about the themes going forward, these are not like we don't necessarily leave them be. They're kind of cumulative. Mm-hmm, right. So I'm sure we will imagine more uh, next week. We'll be back discussing some generosity ideas. Um, lots of really good stuff to come. So make sure you are subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Roundhill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Roundhill Community Church. For more information, please visit roundhillradio.org. <laughs>